This episode of the B3 Podcast is brought to you by Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. And it is the first episode of the B3 Podcast in the biggest week of the year. And one of the bees is missing. And one of the bees is missing, not just gone. Oh, I'm sure he's gone right now. Well, he is gone in a tropical paradise. paradise. Warmer weather, right? Warmer weather is yeah. our friend Brian Emmons, a true friend well, of area not sports. On not on Facebook, but a true friend of all the area teams we're going to talk about tonight. So, Brino in Mexico. He'll be back. So if anybody's thinking, oh, he's gone, I can go rob his palatial estate out by the golf course at Country Oaks. Think again, by the time this is produced and uploaded and edited, he'll be home. And he is also like Utah Lancaster. He is an Army veteran. Okay, and he knows how to kill people. Us, neither one of us are Army veterans. Okay, <laughs> well, okay, we're Navy and Air Force veterans. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you for your service. Second of all, okay. I hope he's at Senior Frogs right now. Same, but that would be his wife is really local and really white. There's a chance that that's probably Sen- Senior Frogs. <laughs> Senior Frogs, my wife. Next brought me you know, a nice shirt a, from Senior Frogs. He'll have time. a Jeep with a Salt Life sticker on the back of it. <laughs> Big show here tonight. We are joined by a slew of great guests, starting from my right to left. Our uh, mutual friend, the great Mike Wagner. Good evening, Coach. Yeah. How you doing? Then you got Coach Wagner representing the Bar Reef side, representing the uh, the Bar Reef Vikings. It's our friend, Viking assistant coach, Toby Madison. Good evening, Toby. Good evening. Glad to be here. And then to his left, representing the North Davies Cougars, making his second appearance this season. It's our friend, and basically with the the, the feedback. For John Patrick Mullen was was unbelievable, and a lot of Brian, shut Brian, servers down. Yeah, Brino basically said, uh, you know, talking to a lot of people, he enjoyed, and they enjoyed John Mullen and his steady um, delivery of all things in North of Davies. Information. Yeah. Good evening, Johnny. Hi, Mike DeCourcy and uh, fellow guests. It's good to be here this evening. And uh, you know, we're going to start right here as as we talk about Brian Emmons being uh, in Mexico. Yeah. And, you know, originally this was going to be a show that was not going to be had this week because of all of that. And I said, you know what? I've got all this equipment. It's an important week, and we need to pump one out. And this is going to be one, if you look back at the, I think this will be episode number 68. I think last year, this week, was the most downloaded episode we had. And mm-hmm. Coach Wagner, you guys were there. Right. And I think uh, it led to the new B3 yeah, one week later. It did. And basically, I've got a super generic format. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to, I'm sure we're going to, and you will be the butt of every right. joke. I get that. But since I'm technically hosting tonight, Todd, Are I can't. You hosting? Well, I'm running, I, I have the, the keys at my okay. disposal. There I can't tell you to shut up. Well, I guess I could. I, okay. Whatever, whatever you need to do, man. Whatever, whatever gets you through the night. Okay. But I will say this the hockey minute will be early. And it oh, will be early. I, I'm telling you, the hockey minute has been edited out. No, because you're the focus of this hockey minute. No, but the way, obviously, I think anybody that's everybody, and, and, I've, and I've tried to, and I've got my own notes scribbled down here, and I think this is a way to, to do it where everybody kind of gets, you know, equally represented because there's a lot of stuff to talk about. But before we get into what everybody talks wants to talk about, and that's a sectional draw. <laughs> By the way, congratulations, Lagodi, on a great thank, draw. Thank you. We, hey, we love it. <laughs> uh, we wouldn't like, have it any other like, way. It's like you called the, the IHSAA yeah. offices and said, give us the yeah, bar yeah, yeah. No, but Lagodi, certainly tough draw, but uh, very doable. We'll talk about all of that. North Davies sitting in the catbird seat, John Mullen chuckling to himself. <laughs> but no, the way I wanted to start tonight is basically to just, you know, we've got the State of the Union coming up with uh, the president of the United States. I want to do a state of the teams in our area. And I'll get to Lagodi, Bar-Eve, and North Davies here. And, in just and believe a... it or not, we've got, we've got two Cardinal alumni yeah, sitting and, and, here. And we will talk about that, no doubt about it, as we are. Eh, we're, we're coming up on an anniversary, and we'll, we'll, we'll discuss it. But, uh, Todd, let's start with the team that is not represented on the other side of the table tonight, but you've watched a lot of basketball 
in your opinion, and and all the other guys can chime in as well in any time they see fit, your state of the union on the Washington Hatchets. I, I think that as of last night, their draw got better. I don't want to take anything away from North Davies. They, when you're the, we, did we ever settle on the number four in Class A? I've seen four. I've seen three. This week the Cougars were put back at the top. Yeah. They're, so they're back at one now. Yep. Okay. There you go. Um, I think Sullivan's a, is a good team. I think Sullivan's beatable. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I didn't think that until last night, but then I watched them. Like we've been talking about Jackson Hills. Um, you know, they're a big six-six center. He's going to be hard to stop from anybody at Washington. But uh, you know, they got a good little point guard and Tyler Boyd. And Reister's a nice player, and Horrell can can score points too. Surprisingly, yeah. and don't forget you're playing at home, and you're playing at home, and, and, and you beat Sullivan, you win the section. That's all there and, is. And that's kind of the the draw, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's it. But because they'll either face probably Pike is my guess. I would Pike think. and Princeton play. They played to three points earlier. I took a look Monday night. Uh, you know, Jalen and I are friends and close with the Reister family and Joe and. Nicholas Sandulo there yep. in Washington. So so we visited the Hatchet House on Monday to watch the Pike Central Washington game and Washington ran away with it. Yeah. And um, I didn't expect you know, when that they, to happen either. When they make three pointers, um, and Joe Horrell has been making threes. Bryson Knighty is suddenly healthy He's and making three back. pointers. Uh, I don't think it's as rock solid Sullivan all the way oh. as one would think. And by the way, the sectional is at Princeton. Yeah, uh, and we'll get to that here in oh, a second. Oh, it's not at the Hatchet House. Yeah, I've got some editorial oh, lines to okay. say. I did not but, know that. But but WAG? Could I, we just loop your from last week's nah, editorial probably. on it? I'll get into that in a second. But no, WAG, I think you can probably say, you know, Washington, they had a lot of uh, graduating pieces to replace. They've obviously done it. They've right. won. They played really well the second half of the season. I, You know, I remembered that uh, the night they beat the, the Lions, right. and, and you go, oh, my God, that is a horrific loss for Ligoti. And now – you know, you saw right then and there, everything started changing exactly. for Washington. Yeah. And I don't think any of us would be surprised next week. Washington, Hall of Fame coach, yep. better schedule. They got a real shot. I, I, I've always said that, you know, in the last five, six years, if you look at what the Hatchets have done every season, right about Christmas time, they turn it on and start playing better, and that's when we play them. And I was not shocked at all yeah. at, uh, at the way they played us because we had won a few in a row, and we were playing pretty well, and we were due for – one of those games where you just don't come out and play well, but it had a lot to do with what the Hatches did. And Toby, uh, you know you're a uh, you've competed against Gene Miller both as a coach and as a player. Um, obviously, you know there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, I'm not going to say just just optimism, but the thought amongst Washington people is they run a lot of motion. They don't have a bunch of sets. They play man-to-man defense. They're pretty hard to prepare for because. You know, emotion, you're, you're reading, or you're reacting, you're doing a lot of things. And uh, there's a lot of the locals over in Hatchetland that think that that may give them an advantage. If they beat Sullivan, they deserve to be sectional. Your name, teams. Toby. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just I had to throw that out there. Okay. I'm not worthy of being here and listening to Todd Lancaster. Um, you know, you could be replaced I've, by I've, watched, I've watched Washington a couple times, and I think Mike's right. You know, you, you always see – teams with momentum as they get into March and, and in February, and, and you always want to be playing your best. Um, when, you're, when you're running motion offense and you have to replace a lot of players, it's, it's hard sometimes to get them to understand spacing. It's screens here and, and how to really, really mesh together. And then, of course, they had kids in and out of the lineup. So, but, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I, I, in watching Sullivan last night, I, I think that Washington has – the ability to guard them, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure that they'll they'll help out a little bit on the post guys. But, you know, I, I, like Johnny said, I think the team that probably gets hot from, from three, you know, threes will beat twos in that game. And But I wouldn't be surprised if Washington won. But I, you know, I think Sullivan. I think Sullivan well, is a I think, think Sullivan losing last night might be a little wake-up call. And, you know, maybe he'll rally the troops and they'll be ready to go. You can't disrespect 21-2. No, you no. can't. Uh, you know, Johnny, I, I know the night that uh, that North Davies played Washington, I, I would kind of consider that to be the night where maybe things kind of bottomed out for Hatchet Nation. And, you know, people looked at the score later and they said, ah, man, Washington's really, you know, they had a really hard time scoring on the Cougars that night. And that's where I think, you know, Coach Miller probably had to make 
lineup changes, offensive changes, your, your rotation changes. And, you know, hats off to North Davies for really kind of putting one on Washington that night. But obviously it's a long season, and I think, uh, you know, sometimes you learn way more in a loss than you do in a win. So that night it was 17-13 at halftime. Neither team was scoring the basketball. Neither team was shooting the basketball well. And, and actually Coach Miller played zone that night, which was a shock to just, that's about, <laughs> just about everybody. That's like hell freezing uh, over. <laughs> so, you know, it took, it took some three-pointers to go in in the second half to create some distance. And then whenever they started scrambling and trying to trap, then the, the margin of victory became what it was. But uh, everybody knows in this area that Coach Miller's teams get better as the season goes on. Right. Obviously this year, that's the case. And again, uh, you know, Reister has been out with a bad ankle, but he did play on senior night. He's their best player, and he's been one of the top three or four in the area the entire year. And again, Bryson Knighty uh, brings an element of shooting that he's not been – in the lineup, uh, hardly at all this right. year. So now that he's back, again, those those three pointers can can really uh, stretch the defense. And so, I, I think the Hatchets have a a pretty good chance of upsetting Sullivan. To be honest. Okay. Well, that's Washington. We'll do all of our predictions here later. But but I certainly think, and I think anybody with any common sense realizes Washington's probably not the favorite. But I don't think anybody would be stunned. Next Saturday night. Well, if, I'm stunned if, it's not at the Hatchet House. I thought it was. I thought it was here. <laughs> okay, let's let's just get off. Of I that. mean, not, Mike, Mike Wagner. You know, God dang it. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to fight with Todd, and I promised myself I wouldn't do this this week. The, the Hatchet House should never be, be empty, empty ever. Ever. I don't care where you're playing. Never. And ever. And Todd's. Comment last week was well they had the girls sectional. Is that how I said it? That's, they had the girls. <laughs> that's exactly how you said it. It doesn't matter. Doesn't I don't matter. Care. It doesn't and, and matter. That's where you know I think okay, my, okay. my response to, me, to Todd last week. Hang on. My response to Todd last week was that didn't stop Lagodi from trying to have the sectional and the regional. And by right. the way, if there was just a if it was a two team semi state, Lagodi would be an awesome place to have a semi state. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Let me just go ahead. Ask, Todd. Okay. So, Mike, you're good with North Davies having the sectional every year. Yeah, every other year. Yeah. No, no. Oh, I didn't say every other year. Oh, you said every year. year. Every year. Would I be good with that? Yes. No. Okay. Same thing with the rest <laughs> of the sectional teams and Washington. The rest Princeton of the sectional teams don't have a 7,000-seat gym, Todd. You know what? It's been a long time since there have been 7,000 people in those seats at well, sectional. Uh, not that long ago. Was it's it? not that long ago. At sectional, I'm saying. Okay. Well, I'm just... That's because I, the IHSAA screwed everything yeah. when they went to class. Absolutely. Listen, I get it. I'm just saying. Oh, here we go. Take. Hot take. We got our first hot take. Oh of the my gosh! Somebody from before 1995 just joined the podcast. Hey. Didn't they? <laughs> that is uh, 97. That is a man me. from. And get off my lawn, too, yeah. Yeah. Todd. Yeah. While you're at it, Toby Madison was in. In case anybody doesn't know, the most famous Indiana All Star locker room ever. Yep. You were in the famous famous locker room ever, Toby. Was that with Charles Macon? No. That was, that was when the, the number one Mr. Basketball was, jersey was right. thrown in the face of right. the head coach. <laughs> <laughs> and they started all the Southern Indiana kids the next week. And what happened, Toby? We kicked some you Kentucky. You know what? Yeah. Well, Scott, was Scott Rowland, did he play in that second game or not? Yeah, Scott and I started the second game. Okay. and There you go. They sat all the Northern guys, and Graves got a lot of minutes. and Local boys did well. Winner, 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 chicken dinner. All right. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this. I don't care what you say about the hatchet house. I went there two weeks ago, and I was refereeing at 6 o'clock, not 6 o'clock, 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I walk in the gym, and just something about Still it. Awesome. You just something walk in there, it. and you just feel it. You feel it. I don't disagree. Here's what I'm saying is if Washington is not because it goes into the every other year, right. every third year, Barreve should host it over there. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, you know what I mean? I that, that, I to me, that makes as much I don't, sense I don't, as anything else. I don't disagree with that at all. Because, but. I mean, the truth is it's an experience – uh, that, that every kid would have then throughout their four-year right. career at some point or another. And it is a great place and everything. But but I also understand why North Davies wants to host, why Lagodi wants right. to host. Yeah. Oh, everybody should want to host. I mean, yeah. that's just that's just doing right by your team. All right, well, that wraps up the hatchets. Next team on my list, looking at my boy Johnny, friend Johnny Patrick Mullen, the North Davies Cougars. And I think – They're on a roll. Jo Johnny, you got the, I got the text from you, you know, the uh, – the rumor of my demise, and that was just me and you talking, has been greatly exaggerated. But I think for a couple of weeks, you had a lot of people in the northern part of the county. It was, oh, my God, we can't score. We can't do this. We can't do that. Oh, crap, we got beat by Bloomfield. Oh, my, oh, my, oh, my, it's happening all over again. And then all of a sudden, 
You play two really good back-to-back games. You dig out of a 13-point hole against Class 3A's number uh, three, three team in Sullivan last night. Um, what a difference a week makes, and North Davies has proved that in the last week. I think all the kids on all these sectional teams uh, play basketball at their high school for a reason. They're, they're competitors. They, uh, they enjoy competing. And you know the North Davies kids. Um, the expectations are high. Yeah. And obviously the community's expectations are uh, perhaps we can win our first ever state title. Um, however, uh, this sectional is so loaded that it's, it's hard to make that prediction. Um, I, I feel like, and I think the past three games have, have proven this, we're better when we're out in the open floor, running up and down. I think most folks know that. But I also think you have to learn some lessons and figure yourselves out. And uh, we play a variety of styles. Coach Dalrymple uh, is a defensive-oriented coach, and he's had tremendous success doing it. But if, if you've watched the past three games, our kids have had more fun. And sometimes your best offense is offensive rebounding, and we, and we do that well. So. Uh, we've been able to have some success because I feel like the kids are playing the style of basketball they want to play. Uh, I know the crowd is enjoying it, and quite honestly, it's been winning basketball. So uh, whether or not we can get to 50 or even 40 against the sectional 63 opponents uh, is yet to be determined, but I certainly like the past seven to ten days and where we are. And it's just proof yet again, Johnny, that, I mean, not only is it a long season, but <laughs> – but I think we, as adults, a lot of times underestimate kids. And anytime something bad happens, you know, let's go back to the buggy bowl a month ago. And, you know, there's a lot of adults that might go, oh, my God, that's the death knell for, you know, kids from, from, from North Davies. When in reality, it probably sucked for those kids for about 12 hours. And then, man, we're ready to play again. We're ready to move on. And, and, and we know what we got to do to beat Bari. We know what we've got to do to beat Lagodi, and we want another crack at it. The kids don't think like adults do. No, they certainly don't, and uh, they enjoy the game. I mean, we adults, we're all sitting here. We all had our chance to play uh, high school basketball, or in Toby's case and Coach Wagner's case, uh, college basketball. But it's for the kids and, of course, for the adults to sit around here at Red Bones and discuss and for dads like me to be nervous wrecks. But... Um, <laughs> You know, at the end of the day, the kids are going to be the ones that make the plays or get the defensive stops. And, and honestly, uh, I don't. You mentioned that Nor Davis knows what it's going to take to beat Barry or beat Lagodi or beat Shoals or, or whoever's next. But honestly, we still have four or five practices yet mm-hmm. to figure that out because right. we we don't we don't have it figured out yet. We well, know that those games are going to be very close and very difficult. Well, you, Wag, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll cut you off and move it in a different direction. I mean. North Davies, I mean, obviously, they got the best draw, and we'll talk about the draw later. Right. But are they the team in the sectional that has maybe more ways to beat you than anybody else? No, but I think they have more, I'm not going to say uh, ability, but the mental toughness is there that I've seen lately, that they, they don't ever get down on themselves, they don't ever give up. Like last night, they were down, what, 13 at one point? They just don't, they just don't quit. I mean, they, the mental toughness is there. It's been they've they've shown that for the last four or five games, and you know we we have all three played against each other schools. We know what it takes to to beat a good WC team, beat a good North Davis team, beat a good Lagodi team. But what I see right now, and 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 I've talked about this with other coaches in in the last couple of days, is is North Davis just has this mental toughness that I don't think a lot of teams in our sectional have right now. They just do not give up, and they just keep working at it. I mean, they're relentless on the boards. I know John talked about their offensive rebounding and getting the ball back, and 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 I I really look for that to be a big key going into the finals. Of course, you know, three of the teams are in the bottom bracket, but yeah. but it doesn't make any difference. They got to get there. And and Toby, I mean, what, what what do you see from North Davies that they do at least in your opinion on most nights better than uh, better than everybody else in the sectional? Well. <clears throat> I don't know the area. You know, I haven't followed the teams as closely as you guys have just moving back. I mean, I watched from afar. Um, I think that – I think the – if I look back at the last couple of years, I think one of the things that I think really separated Bar-Reeve was point guard play. And I think Bryson was arguably impossible to, you know, speed up. He, he was in complete control. And I think 
you know, if you have that one guy that really has the basketball IQ that's a, almost like a coach on the floor. And, and I mean, I, I've, I've, we've played Lagodi twice. we played North Davis, and I see our guys every day in practice. And, and I, you know, we're all competitive teams, and it's going to be a war. But I really believe that, you know, Jalen is so hard to deal with because he controls pace. He, he understands how to read ball screens, you know, and, and use them. And, and he's able to score different ways off of them. You know, it's nothing against Luke, Nante, but, you know, we know he's going to drive the basketball. Absolutely. He doesn't shoot three-pointers. Right. Jalen can shoot three-pointers. Jalen can shoot mid-range. Jalen can get to the basket and draw fouls. So he's really, really difficult to guard. And he, he really is the guy that gets all those guys in. And so, and as the point guard who has his hands on the ball a lot, it's hard to keep the ball out of his hands, you know? And, and I know we all want to. We all want to make those other guys make mm -hmm. plays, but it's easier said than done. So, you know, they go to the boards, absolutely. They guard you. They're tough. But I think that, you know, players win games. And I think, you know, when push comes to shove, Ligoti's going to on, lean on Peyton and Luke, and we're right. going to lean on Caden and Hagen, and, and certainly North Davis leans heavily on Jalen. You know, the nice thing, I mean – but Jalen is only a point guard when he's being a point guard. When he's not being a point guard, he's a really good shooting guard. Mm -hmm. You know not, what I mean? Or, or he, and, am I wrong, John? No, is he somewhere? No, he, he does every. Is he leading that team in rebounding? Todd, you know, he, yeah, so. he's leading a rebounder. Uh, Todd, you've been here for the whole Brent Dalrymple era, basically. Is this the best North Davies team you've seen since you've been here? I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to. I mean, they've obviously won the most games with the toughest schedule. Right. Yeah. You know, that's that's that's. There was a very good team with um, Jolliffe and Harbstrite mm -hmm. and those guys. I mean, that was that was a pretty pretty darn good. team. Now, is it right? This is the first ever twenty win season. First ever 20 regular win season. Regular, regular season. season. Okay. Right. right. You know, okay. I mean, that's a pretty special team yeah. too. And and wouldn't they get the state uh, some state? Yep. Got finals. Beat, got, got beat in the semi-state to Rock Creek or somebody like that in uh, twenty two thousand nine. Indianapolis Metro. Metro. Yeah, Metro. Metro, Metro. And, and Jackson Dell one year. The two. So you know, I mean, don't disrespect the team that got to the semi-state. Right. You know, at that point, but this is a very good team. And now here's one thing I do want to do. Are you ready for this? We're going to hijack Brino's power rankings. Oh, we are. We, we just did it. Well, I we're, just we're did going it here. to in a second. <laughs> Would you? Would, you know, you got to follow the format. All right, Todd Father. All good right. Lord. Whatever. You're like. You know, you're like you, you always call me Yoko Ono. You're you're off trying to go solo. <laughs> I'm like a puppy right now. What are, you, what are you doing? Hey, I got a text from Coach Thompson. Okay, uh -oh. I've never heard a guy who isn't a head coach use more quote coach speak than anybody ever ever. So I guess I didn't give enough. Uh, I didn't give anything. He's you talking. Use, you. You he your, said that to me. Oh, you okay. didn't use he, your sizzle words. He gave his Russ, Russell Wilson interview <laughs> straight. Oh, that's vanilla. great. Just like a good server, you need to use your sizzle words. Uh. Well, that wraps up North Davies. Next on our, you know, state of the state when it comes to our teams, uh, we're going Bar Reef third, and and we'll we'll work it across the line again. Uh, Coach Mike Wagner, mm -hmm. what are you seeing with the Bar Reef Vikings right now? Um, I I tell you, I I was talking to a guy the other night about the draw, and he you know he's telling me about how you know North Davis this, North Davis that, and I said, yeah, I said they're sitting pretty. I said, but I tell you what, you can't count count out Bar Reef. They're sitting in the buy round right now. And, um, you know, if you look back, and I was talking about 2012, we sat in the bye round waiting on who was going to win the first game with Bar-Eve, and they were ranked number one that year. But uh, I, I, I really like what, what Josh has done with this group. Of course, it was a rebuilding year with everybody that lost, but uh, in, in my mind, you know, Hagen's the best player in the tournament. Uh, if you can control him and keep him under 15, you have a chance to win. Yeah. But – that's not easy to do. You know, I, I watched the tape the other night. I just happened to see it on Facebook. I sat there and watched the Lagodi Barry game at North Davis. And I was amazed at the way he can elevate and shoot at the top of his shot. And you can't defend it. And, uh, you know, he did that a couple times and when, when they had to, had to have baskets. And I, I was amazed at the, at the way he elevates. But, you know, the thing about Barry is they're going to come in, they're going to play, they're going to be fundamentally sound, they're going to do what they have to do. Um, and and I like where they're sitting, you know. But we got to be we got to get by Orleans first. Right. But I like I like where you know Barry's sitting, and I've always I've always thought that game in and game out, Barry's ready to play. They're fundamentally sound, and they're going to give you everything they got. And if you're not if you don't come to play, you're one and done. And and, and Wag talk, you know, closing it out on Barry here from your end. Is Hagen so hard to guard? A because 
he plays in an area of basketball that's not in vogue right now, and I'm quoting my great friend Toby Madison, but you know, he, he just dominates that mid-range game, and a lot of people, he takes shots, and oh, yeah. people just say, well, that's not a good shot. Well, He's going to drive. He, 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 he kind of has an ability to get exactly where he knows he wants yep. to go, and that 15-footer at the elbows or the wings, that's the shot he wants to take. And that's a lot of shots that nobody takes anymore. You right. know, nobody wants to do that shot anymore. They wouldn't do a three or go to the basket, um, but he, he can hit that shot anytime he wants, and he's, he's so you know, multidimensional that you can't consider him – I got to guard him against the three. I got to guard him against the draw, the drive, or whatever. But uh, you know, you, you back off of him, and he'll bury a three right in your face. And that's just one of the things that makes him so. That's such a hard guy to to guard against. Toby, uh, you know, you, you you get him in practice every day. He's a he's a really everything about Hagen is unique. Every, 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 is he? And you you've coached college basketball. You barks a like of, a dog sometimes. Is, <laughs> is he? <laughs> <laughs> I got a great story about that, but I need to tell it off Woo-hoo. the air. Wag may or may not like it, but it's. But is Hagen the most unique player you've ever coached? Well, I spent two years in junior college, I, non college. So, uh, I remember the night your guys tried to steal a refrigerator, but no, it <laughs> would it be a car out on my driveway? Yeah, um, and succeeded um, <laughs> while we were on a road trip. So, um, well. You know, use unique. Um, I think I think a lot of people, you know, they use different Senate, different words for for Hagen, but quirky, yeah. awkward, um, unconventional. You know, yeah, sometimes it doesn't look pretty. It's right. like, uh, why are you taking that shot? It goes in, right? It's that that coach's mentality. You know, no, 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 yes, no, yeah, exactly. And 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 it is difficult because. He can he can kind of go both ways and rise up on people. He does elevate, but he fades a little bit too. So, um, you know, we we're on him a lot because we wish he would get to the basket more and get more free throws. He doesn't get to the free throw line that That's much, true, and yeah. he does hit a good percentage of those. But um, you know, the, the the thing that I've told him all year is I think the best thing about Hagen is that he's he's not only our best player, but he's our best kid. He's a great teammate. He works as hard as anybody every single day. Uh, you know, some guys you can tell they have a day where it's not bringing it. He brings it every day. He's enthusiastic. Everybody likes him. And you know what? That's that's big when you want to have chemistry on a team. If if you're the best player, and you're the best teammate, that's big. And I'm and I think that's that helps us. Well, I, I, can, I can vouch for that because when I watched that tape of the game at North Davis, the last play of the game when he could have took, took taken a 35 footer and threw the ball to Swartstrup underneath the basket and he bobbled the ball. The first guy to go to him and give him a hug was Hagen Nepp. Yeah. He and grabbed he, him and said, hey, don't worry about that, it, you know. It, there, there's a joy to how Hagen plays and talking about, you know, Wag, you'll appreciate this, about, you know, he and Peyton really just having some battles over oh, the last yeah. few years. And, and I and I asked him about it one time. I said, do you, you know, do you and Peyton get along? He said, oh, I love Peyton. He said, I want to kill him every time we play. Exactly, he said, yeah. He said, but I love that guy. He yeah. said, he's, he's a good dude, you know. And, and, and that's just, he has a joy when he plays. And, and, and Johnny, you're next. You – you, you know, you've coached him in a lot of different things. You know, you 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 know Jalen Hagen, Peyton, those guys. They they travel the country in the summer playing AAU basketball. They go everywhere, and you see a lot of unique AAU basketball players. And they've got gadgets. We got shooting sleeves. We got fancy shoes. We got crazy socks. We got knee pads, elbow pads. We got this. We got that. You've talked about it before. Hagen's lucky to remember his socks. Hagen <laughs> often plays without socks. Let's be honest. <laughs> Sometimes he may not have shoes. Hagen uh, Nip, and there's five. Let's say we're all we're all coaches, and we all get a first pick. Nobody here is not picking Hagen Nip first. Yep. Every one of us here is picking Hagen Nip first out of all these guys in this tournament. Um, I, I'm speaking for all you guys. I, I oh, I agree. I, I think Hagen Nip's the first pick. In any pickup game, in any sectional, um, that's not coach speak, Josh Thompson. Hagen yeah. Neff's the best player, yeah. and and I don't care about his twenty points a game. I don't care about how awkward his mid range game defense, is. Defense, my goodness, he's the best defender. Yeah, and ask Peyton Bledsoe about. I that. think that's the difference. <laughs> Let me ask you, Mike. Yeah. If you go back to the way back machine, yep, nineteen seventy three, seventy four, when you were what about an eighth grader, mm-hmm. eighth ninth, and you were watching the awkward kid from Springs Valley. If Hagen were six seven, he would remind me of Larry of Bird. Larry Bird. Yeah. I mean, he, the way he goes at things. Now he's now he's smaller, of course, but I, that's the same way everybody said Bird looked in high school. He just looked uncomfortable yep. until he 
put 35 up on you with, with 22 boards. And, and Johnny, I don't, I don't want to throw away too many state secrets. Uh, it, and, you know, obviously we all talk and we all text and we're all friends. And, uh, but how does a, a Brent Dalrymple or a Ryan Haywood, how do you prepare to guard Hagen? Which, you know, outside of the standard, uh, we're, we're going to run another guy at him. We're mm-hmm. going to play box and one. We're going to face, you know, but, but, but what do you talk about in practice where, hey, this is the type of kid we've got to we've got to defend. I think uh, I may defer back to, to Coach Wagner on this. He's been a head coach and won a state championship. I have ideas, and Coach Dalrymple, believe it or not, uh, I'm sure you guys do believe this. He and I do butt heads sometimes about you know how to Johnny, guard Hagen. Or how- I, I don't. I don't think you ever butt heads with anybody. <laughs> yeah, here. never been such an understatement. But um, you know, we're going to spend the next six, seven days right trying to practice how we're going to guard Hagen. Nip. Uh, it, we didn't seem to slow him down much in game one there back in mid-January. So um, I'm not sure. I think Coach Dalrymple would say Hagen's going to get 20 to 25. We've got to make sure we shut down number 10 mm-hmm. and number 30 uh, and not let those guys get loose. And the super sub off the bench, it gets 15 sure. in a sectional. <laughs> and, 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 and we'll talk about that because, you know, Wag, it, it, uh, this kind of leads us into Ligoti, but, you know, I, I remember, you know, I, I – Amber and I, we subscribe to that NFHS network. Mm-hmm. Nine bucks a month. Everybody's like, well, Bar Reeve does it for free, and North Davies and Ligoti does I don't care. Nine bucks. You can watch Bloomfield. You can watch Ligoti. Right. There's so many other teams. It's just a great, you know, in this cord-cutting time. But, uh, you know, going back and watching a lot of Ligoti games, and uh, you, this is not a Bar Reeve thing, but you were talking about the Roark kid who plays for Ligoti, and mm-hmm. you basically said – He's in there to play defense and rebound and, and basically not shoot unless you're wide open under the basket. Exactly. And he wasn't in the game for a minute, and he got a rebound on the weak side, you know, tip in. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and before we get into Ligoti, I just think this shows how important these role players are going to be. Oh, absolutely. You, you, and John knows this, too. When, when he was with Ligoti and I was coaching up there, you've got to have players that are going to come in and just give you two minutes here, three minutes there and get a rebound or, or get a, a defensive stop or hit a free throw or whatever. You know, I had a kid in, in 2012 who knew at the four-minute mark in the first quarter he was coming out. Yeah. Whether he got two points, no points, or no rebounds, he was coming out. But that was his role. And the guy coming in played a bigger role. So you've got to have those kids. You know, and, and like last year, you know, when Lagodi played in the final game of the, of the sectional, um, the Graber kid who was hurt, supposedly hurt, wasn't going to play, yeah. comes in and gets 18 points. I yeah. mean, my goodness gracious. You know, you got to have those kind of kids, and that's what that's what – Makes you successful. Well, next on the list, last on the list in the area, that's the uh, Ligoti Lions. Wag, what's the state of uh, uh, what's the state of Ligoti? Um, right now, we're kind of fighting some injuries, but uh, getting getting to the point where we're getting other guys in the game. Isaac uh, Eagle last night didn't play. Um, he's been uh, probably out of commission for the last three or four days. Isaac Wagner stepped in, played a really good role last night, and and I didn't realize how tall he was till I saw him stand next to. Um, Peyton Bloodsall last night, they're about the same size, but uh, he came in, hit four threes, and did real well. Um, the one thing about Lagodi, I think, right now is, uh, and we talked about this before, and, and, and I think Coach Madison just hit it on the nail there, is that is Luke Nante has to be our scorer you know, this year. He, just, he, he, can, he can pass the ball. He's kind of like Bryson. He likes to get those assists, but he has to be one of the guys who's going to score for us, and he has done that quite a bit lately. He had 17 last night, had a real good ball game scoring-wise, and uh, – I think for us to be successful is we got to spread out a little bit and not just depend on Peyton to get 25-30 and then go off of that. We have to have other guys. Parker Arvin's played real well, very consistent. I mean, everybody's really happy with the way Parker played this year. He, uh, he only had six points last night, but he had 12 rebounds. He was very active on the boards. But um, those three guys, you know, you got your big three. If they, those three guys can contribute like they know how, we feel pretty confident. Toby, what are you seeing out of the Lions right now? Oh, man. Well, they're at home. That helps. Um, A little bit. <laughs> I, I think that, uh, you know, we all played each other this year, and, you know, uh, there, there's no secret that, you know, if you lose, maybe you have a little bit more motivation. So they got a motivation after losing a close one, mm-hmm. you know, to us in January and to give us some payback. And, of course, North Davis is the same way. So we're, we're sitting in the one that kind of won the last two, and they're all waiting to get another chance at us. Um, you know, we're going to do everything in our power to, you know, make other team, other players beat us, right? And and so it, it's going to boil down to, you know, can we limit 
you know, Peyton getting good open looks? Can we make sure everything's difficult for him? You know, can we, you know, get the, you know, have great help against Luke and not let him get all the way to the basket or, or foul him and put him on the free throw line? Um, but, you know, I think they have a lot of ways to beat you. And I think that those two guys, you focus so much on them, just like Caden and Hagen for us, that other guys are going to get open looks. Mm -hmm. Other guys are going to get, you know, open, you know, gaps to, to create, you know, in the paint and get to the basket. And, and, and you know, the Arvin kid's going to get some, some nice offensive rebound and putbacks and just opportunities like that. And, you know, when we play them, it's amazing to me how crucial and how valuable every single possession is offensively and defensively that, you, you know, you can't take a possession off because yeah. that's the difference in a game mm -hmm. when you're playing these other teams. And I think that, you know, them being at home and, 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 and you know, it's just it's, – it's amazing because, you know, I see the draw and I'm just like, I can't tell you, you know, you know who's, who's going to come out of it. But, I, I, you know, if I had a choice, I'd love to be playing at home and they have that. They do have a little, you know, tough road. Orleans will probably, you know, guck it up with them and oh, make yeah. it tough for them. Uh, and then they got to turn around and, and play us. But, man, it's, it's, it's going to be a possession or two, you know, Either way. Either way. Mm -hmm. And it's a matter of who steps up and makes plays. Right. Players make plays. So, and they've got guys that are capable of doing that. Uh, Johnny, Lions playing their best basketball at the right time? You know, I've yet to watch last night's game. Yeah. I've watched a lot of film on Huddle. Uh, my, I guess one of the tasks I've been assigned is to make sure that I don't miss anything that Bar-Eve or Lagodi has done in these previous 22 games. But, um, you know, Peyton Bledsoe's outstanding. Some of the sophomores have really stepped up lately, um, shooting the basketball. I think Arvin is very underrated. I think he's uh, very good. I think he's really good. Um, but I, I, think th I think he's going to be he's going to be the, the X factor. Mm -hmm. I, I used to say it was Nante, but he's gone to that level. Right. You know what I mean? To where he he's not going to be an X factor. He's just you know factor. But I think Arvin is the X factor. You know, Cougars and, and Lions opened the season. You know, the night before uh, Washington and Barry played. So pre Thanksgiving. Eve, Eve, and so, you know, I haven't really seen Lagoti a whole lot since since night one, and obviously they're a lot better, and we feel like the Cougars are a lot better, but uh, it's got a one-possession feel to it after watching these first two contests. It's got a double overtime feel to it. Absolutely. I it feels like 30 years ago in 1992, and it was, I think it was Bar Eve 62, Lagoti 61, and, um, you know, as a Cougar fan who wants North Davis to be in the final, four, five, six, seven overtimes you know, we're good with that. So, <laughs> Play it forever. Uh, yeah. But let's be honest. I, I, it feels like a one possession. You're talking about number four versus number five in the state. You know, Lagodi's ranked four this week, Barry's five. And I don't think we talked enough. I know, Mike, you're a Barreve guy. And and uh, I don't think we talked enough about Barreve. I could talk about Barreve more. But uh, I'll just say this. They're 15-7 and seven with a tremendous schedule that they played. They graduated eight seniors. Right. They won a state title. Probably should have won the state the year prior before COVID. By the way, Hagen may have been the first COVID uh, <laughs> yeah. case in, yep. in, in Indiana. I went back and looked at the uh, some pictures that I was doing for a media class project, and and the night we played Lagodi on a Friday night, you know, our, our student section was dressed up in masks because the whole, you know, it was because Hagen was sick that Tuesday, and it was just like, Little did we know a week later what was going to happen. Yeah, I'm sure there was a Facebook fight about yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, that's where uh, all problems. Yeah, I'm sure. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but from afar, I mean, it, it's hard to believe it's been two years. You know, Hagen was a sophomore then. Jay was a freshman. But uh, you know, you're talking about number one, number four, number five, all, yeah. all in sectional six. And, and, and Orleans, who's in the top ten. Absolutely. Yeah, they are. Um, and. I hate to slight Orleans. I think I think they're too young. I, th I think they're, they're, they're a year or two away. I really do. I've heard they're a little bit banged up yep. at the point guard position. So I think they're a year or two away if they yeah. stay in this sectional. And not only that, they're playing in the wrong sectional. I mean, yeah, absolutely. That. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Uh, I, like I said, I, I mentioned a month ago, the last time I was on here, the first time I was on here, what did Tom Bradley do to piss off the ice? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or, or He's Orleans. a great guy. Okay, okay. I mean, let's just go right to it. How is Reve? Yeah. How does it have to go Past They're passing each other to get to this uh, to on get the to highway. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Todd, if it tells you anything, I got here and I was like, "Where's Orleans? <laughs> <laughs> How far are they away?" Oh, Bradenton, Florida, I had no idea everybody. where they were. Uh, Todd, Lagodi playing their, their best ba uh, basketball at the right time. Can I do my power rankings now? Yeah, go ahead, Rhino. Yeah, go ahead. Because he's on his fifteenth margarita at Senior Frogs. <laughs> at Senior Frogs. Last week he had Barreve at the top. Yep. And that was, that was the day after the Jasper win. Right. Right. I believe after last night, you've got to push 
Um, Cougars to the, the top. Cougars to the top. If the Vikings win tomorrow, that that becomes one and one A. Okay, and right there. I, the only reason, like I said, Lagodi's not getting a great deal of love is it was a fifty forty three win over North Knox last night. Mm-hmm. Fifty forty three. I mean, that's you know, it's a win. Uh, well, and North Knox. But, but, hey, it's on the it, those it, and on the road too. And right. Yeah. Took North Davis but, to but overtime. North yeah. Da- yeah, they took North Davis to overtime. Nope, I mean, I mean, the, I like mean, I said, but I mean, if you've got to find a deciding right. factor. It's the fact that last night's win over um, Sullivan. Sullivan, yeah. Impressive because they were down by 13. And <clears throat> they remind me of last year's Vikings where you kind of don't think, no matter how far they're down, that they're going to lose. Okay. You know, now, I, I mean, that's sort of – they've kind of got that little magic pixie dust or whatever. The, this year right. that probably Bar Reef had last year. How, so does this, how does this affect your power ranking when – Bloomfield's best 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 player is injured right now. Uh, the guard, what's his name? Schulte, well, yeah, their, their point guard. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I think he's out. Okay. I mean, but it's still, I still, still it's a good I win. Yeah. I think last night is what pushes them. And but but we're, we're counting. We're counting. Uh, you got to put North Fer- Davis up top. Yeah, the, we're yeah. counting fairies on the head of a pin right now yeah. because these three teams are so yeah. close. And and how do you disrespect number ten? I mean, yeah. how many other times is number ten? Not even the well, third section. Let me throw this at you: How can Springs Valley be eighteen and three and win eleven in a row and not be ranked? And not be ranked. And not be ranked. And I mean, by the way, you know they they, and I know their last the, loss was Lagoda. Yeah, and, and that was I remember seeing that score and it was you know stop me if I'm wrong here, Wag, but it was forty five forty three. Yeah, it was low. It was close, and I, I remember seeing that score and going, oh man, Lagoda must have not played well that night. And it turns oh, no. out, no, no. Springs Valley plays not, a lot of old kids. Yes. And they are all seniors. They are yep. pretty good. Yep. And get this, we had three Lagoda referees there too. And we still only won by one point. I'm blaming I'm blaming Pace. <laughs> Pace Jenkins, I am adding you. It's not Arvin. It's not it's not, not Tim LeCumps. Yeah. yeah. It no. was forty two thirty nine. Yeah. And I was shocked, but I'm not shocked with Springs Valley winning games. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. they don't play the schedule necessarily. True, true. The the, the trio of us do. Um, but I knew they were old. I knew they had a lot of seniors. Yep. They've actually got a really good freshman too. Yeah, uh, and he's in a rotation. And very yeah. athletic, and and they're going to. And hands down, they should win their sectional. They, they should. should. Um, and we've talked about number ten Orleans, and I have to bring in some more coach speak. I, Bryce and Abel oh, is unbelievable. Don't, don't as a count coach. them out. Yeah, he's a great and they're coach. nine and thirteen. Don't and here count I am out. talking about playing Barry Verlagodi right. in the finals, and Shoals is capable of beating. Absolutely. Us. Absolutely. Um, oh, it only takes one okay. night off of shooting. Okay. They are. Hey, all you got to remember, all you got to say in Lagoda is nineteen eighty, and people cringe. I, I get that. <laughs> Sorry, I get that. still Pavlov's dog. But, but the only thing I'm going to say about that is, and, and I think and I, I have seen Schultz twice this year, and they really are hardworking kids. Yeah. They are. There's so much talent in that sectional yep. that I I don't even think that 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 miracle. There's happens. a lot of Friday night upsets. Yep, there are. If you look into the four sectionals that feed into the regional. There's only one other sectional that has more than two teams with a winning record. Yeah. Every other sectional has one team. Edinburgh is the only team with a winning record in that sectional. And we know what happened so, to them not too Yeah, absolutely. Long. Yeah. 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 All right. And, well, and, and get this, West Washington took them to overtime early in the year. So. Yeah. Well, the next part that I like to do, and I think this will be fun, kind of get into some speed rounds here for a second, because we are just a mere – I mean, we're we're five days away where we're not supposed to talk to each other anymore. We're supposed to hate, hate each other, and we're supposed just to just wave as we yeah, walk we're by. Supposed to, we're supposed to fight each other and beat dubs and do all that other stuff. But hey, in the spirit of sportsmanship, I'm gonna I'm gonna this is gonna be like you know Amber and when she has PE classes and you know junior high girls that don't get along. Sometimes she has sportsmanship days and we do trust falls. So that's that's what we're gonna do right here. So I'm gonna look at the three guys across the table: Mike Wagner, Toby Madison, John Mullen. We'll start like it, do the same order I've done, right. Matt. Mike, you're first. As the Lagoti guy, you've got to say two nice things, one about Bar-Eve coach Josh Thompson mm-hmm. and the other about uh, North Davies coach Brent Dalrymple. Two nice things. Well, yeah, well, one each, one each. The thing about Josh Thompson is when he first came to Lagoti, I was still coaching, and we uh, we always talked about things about Lagoti basketball. And, he, you know, he played at Bloomfield. I understand that. But uh, he was very, very respectful about Lagodi tradition. The thing about Josh is he came in and accepted it. Um, he, did, you know, he did everything that was asked of him. Coach Brett, you know, was coached that year, and and uh, I, I really liked the way Josh just come in and settle right in. I mean, he was he's a good guy, and uh, he's easy to get along with. Um, I, I like the way he coaches. I've always liked Josh, and I think he does a great job wherever he goes. 
Uh, Brent Dalrymple, him and I uh, got along coaching together, coaching against each other for years. Uh, the one thing that Brent said one time after I beat him, um, I think it was my second or third year of coaching varsity basketball, he came up to me and he said, that was a hell of a game right there. He said, you did a great job. And uh, we, li you know, we lived 10 miles apart. Right. It was right up the road from, from us. But uh, we've always got along. We, we played in uh, adult league together, basketball, and played against each other. And I, I just I, I have a lot of respect for him. Toby, one nice thing about Ryan Haywood, one nice thing about Brent Dalrymple. <laughs> Because I know them so well. Well, no, but you watch their teams enough. This, yeah. can be, this is not, hey, they're good people and they're a good dad. No, it's this is, this is basketball. I will tell you this. Ryan's a funny damn guy. I'll tell you right oh, now. Hey, he's funny as shit. I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't mean to say oh, shit. Oh, yeah, let it out. This, let, is, let this it is like cable. Yeah. You're, you're a good dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, after we, uh, maybe the night before we, and it was after, I think it was after our first Lagoda game at the, the Bobcat, I noticed that he had Mount Carmel ties, which is, I think, where he grew up. So I, you know, he took some time, and we, we visited for a few minutes, and, you know, I was wanting to know, like, when, you know, what's the Mount Carmel thing? And he said, well, I, you know, actually, I was at Mount Carmel High School playing whenever I did my one year playing at Wabash Valley between Evansville and South Alabama. And so we, we shared some, some memories of some restaurants locally in Mount Carmel, <laughs> Illinois. Um, but, uh, you know, I think um, every coach has it in them, but you know, you see the fire, you see the the energy that he brings, and you know, like we talked about, every possession is is crucial and valuable, and and he coaches that way. Mm -hmm. You can tell that you know he gets upset, he's this and that, and you know, I don't know Doc Coach Dalrymple that much. Um, you know, I obviously John being my best friend, I you know I, I hear a lot of you know things about you know how he schemes and you know but he's the same way you know both of those guys you can tell that they they live and die in, in the job um you know i i know that both of those guys are probably struggle with what i always struggled with as a coach was i'd always tell my players like if it means more to me than it means to you guys then something's off um i think it would be hard for both of those guys to have their players you know have it mean more to them than than, than the coaches um but you can see the fire uh, the will to win, um, and I think that, you know, you know, when you get talented teams, sometimes they 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 sometimes don't reach their potential. But I think this year with with Coach Dalrymple having a super talented team, they they definitely he's maximizing it. John, uh, what do you see that you like from Ryan Haywood? What do you see that you like from Josh Thompson? Any order you want, Johnny. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to give one word for each, but then I'll elaborate. Okay. Um, and I think both adjectives would describe both of these guys. But I'll say Ryan Haywood is genuine. Um, and I say that because he and I have, have talked a lot since he took that job. In fact, we talked before he interviewed for the job. And I always feel like that Ryan and I trust each other. And um, win or lose, I feel like we have a good relationship. And he just seems like a genuine person. Um, just kind of says what he thinks. And I do the same thing. And um, – feel like there's a trust there between us and although I'm not at Lagodi any longer I spent 10 years there and, and the fact that we can trust each other and, and, and still kind of get along even though I'm now at North Davis I, I appreciate his genuine attitude his genuine spirit Josh Thompson I, I Josh is a great guy but I'm gonna call him determined because uh, he, he, he took some jobs that weren't easy um, he bounced from Springs Valley, or got bounced from Springs Valley, landed on his feet at Wood, uh, did a great job, went to Vincennes, and, you know, did fine, but um, he was determined to get this bar Reeve job when it opened up, and look at what he's done with it. Um, I think he's someone who works as hard as anybody I know, which I appreciate, um, and uh, he's just very determined to be successful, and, and very blessed, I mean, I think he's very blessed with a great family, a great support uh, system at Bar Eve, and he's had tremendous players. Um, but the success isn't a surprise. I, mean, I think his determination, his uh, perseverance, if you will, has gotten him where he is. So both those coaches I respect highly. You know, I was just going to say is people forget what a nice – he did a good job at Princeton. Haywood did. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? He did a good job at Princeton. I, I, I've said before, and I've told Wag this, I think – the uh, the Barry Princeton game, Josh's first year, Ryan's last year at at Princeton, mm -hmm. was the best game 
that I have seen. Was that overtime win? Yes, yep. two overtimes since two at Bar Eve, right? Since, since I've been at Bar Eve, and yep. and and I can't remember that. I'd have to ask Coach Haywood, but you know, Princeton hit about fourteen threes. You know, Bar Eve hit about thirteen. Princeton. Mm-hmm. Nearly knocked off Silver Creek in the they regional. Had, they, had the couple du- weeks. they had the Dove brothers on those had teams. The, yeah, they 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 were tremendous, and 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 that's you know in my time that's the best. You know, Princeton lost that night the year before. <coughs> Ryan's t- Ryan's kids at Princeton beat us in overtime. Right uh, down there, and 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 another knockdown. So you know, I I I enjoyed it. I appreciated it. And, and one thing that I Ryan probably doesn't remember, but I remember sitting in. Josh's office after the game, just kind of recapping, and Ryan kind of ducking in before he headed out to the bus. And I thought, man, you know, all these seniors, and you got mm-hmm. beaten overtime, and Barry kind of made one more shot. And I thought, man, that was kind of big of him to mm-hmm. pop in and say, hey, you know, good luck and right, you know, good game. Well, and and one thing about Ryan and that I've learned from being around him and and me and me and Coach Smith this year taking on the eighth grade team is he has really accepted the Ligoti mystique about how things are done, but he's always putting his stamp on what he wants to get right. done. And, you know, we've been through a couple of things, you know, a couple of games where, you know, he'll, of course, you know, I drive the bus for the away games and he'll, he'll ask my opinion. He goes, what do you think, Wags? We'll sit there and talk all the way home. And I really appreciate the fact that he asks my opinion about how things were done or how things could have been done. And uh, the fact that he's, you know, he's he's not a Ligoti guy, but he lives in Ligoti now right. and he's he's here and he's really, really accepted a lot of things that we've done before. All right, we're going speed round here real quick, and I know we're a week plus away. We're going to go two questions here. Todd Lancaster, you're first. You want me to ask them? No, I'm asking them. <laughs> Winner of the 3A sectional is? I'm going to say Sullivan. Okay. If it's Washington, I won't be one bit surprised. Winner of the 1A sectional is? Oh, dear God. All right. I did, I did that to you. I made you go first. All right, that's fine. I'm going to say it's North Davies. Okay. It's very close. All right. Mike Wagner. 3A. 3A sectional. Hatchets. Hatchets. Calling it. 1A sectional. Um. <laughs> is every is this like the Dave Chappelle show? Is every Ligoti bone in your body right now telling you not to do it? Well, I, I got to say Ligoti. Heart, heart versus head. Yeah, I got to say Ligoti from my heart, but you know it's it's going to be a battle. Yeah. Tope? I'm going to say Sullivan, and I'll say Bar Reeve. Okay. John Patrick easy, Mullen. easy answer, John. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a none of the above? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to take the hatchets. Okay. And Cougars are going to win the section. Okay. And, and Michael? We'll talk draw. Um, <laughs> I, the host isn't supposed to – I'm like, why? Okay, you're every, the co-host. Yeah, let, let's moment. put it this way. If I, <laughs> if I was anybody sitting around this table right now, I would be John Mullen. Yeah. Uh, you know, any – Every barry bone in my body is telling me that you know the Vikings are going to win the section right. again. But right. but if uh, if anybody wins, my, my you know talking, I thinking about this today as I was kind of just creating this generic format. My hope, and we've all been there. My hope is whoever wins on Friday night, whoever wins on Saturday night, there's nothing stupid that happens. Right. And, and what I mean by that is whether it's a three-point win or a five-point win, the, 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 the better team wins that night. You go to the free-throw line, you stretch it, yep. and there's nothing stupid. And, right. I, and I mean that for everybody. Right. I really do. Right. All right. A uh, little more lightning around here. we gotta, we got we to gotta, we gotta lighten the mood just a little bit. Hang on a minute. Mike Wagner. Yes. What are you watching right now? What's, what, what, what is on television? What's on the DVR? What will Mike <laughs> Wagner watch? What is your go-to show? What are you watching? My day off today because, you know, the yeah. weather. Yeah. Three and a half men. Three and a half men. Ta- yeah. Okay. Is there Char- anything? Charlie you're, Sheen. It, anything you're binging right now? Netflix, uh, uh, Amazon Prime, any? Not really. I'll, although I did do the, um, oh, what was that? Um, can't remember the name on Showtime. I'm trying to think. Showtime, there's billions. Begins with an S. Begins with an S. Succession? No. That's on HBO. Uh, um, Severance? Nope. <laughs> there's Ray Donovan. Can't think of it right now. No. The, the, the Weird Family in Chicago. Oh, well, Shameless. 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 Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Finally got to see all that. Okay. Crazy, crazy show, so but I, w- I liked it. Mike Wagner's watching Shameless. Toby, what are you watching? I am in the middle of season two of Narcos. Narcos? On Netflix. Are you trying to figure out a way to make more disposable income for your family? Uh, I guess so. Yeah, and I'm learning not very much because I don't <laughs> never shot a gun. Evidently, you got to be able to shoot guns and kill people. I don't do either of those. You don't, you don't so, shoot guns? But that's what I uh, did the Ozark thing, got caught up on that, and, and then started Narcos. So, interesting. Except I got to read it, and then my wife's like, "You have to read every bit," and I'm like, yes, "Yeah, absolutely." So if you, if, you don't, if you don't pay that, right? attention, you definitely have to rewind. Yeah, you missed something. Yeah, for yeah. sure. 
Johnny, outside of uh, horrific Grey's Anatomy reruns, and, and huddle, and huddle, that, that got canceled. I mean, it hasn't been canceled yet on the networks, but it got canceled a couple years ago in my mind. So uh, well, let's be honest. I got to watch Young and the Restless with the wife at some point. Oh no! Um, By the way, is Cricket still on the show? What was her name? Nah, I have no. There was Nicholas. Yeah. Cricket, Cricket was with um, old Danny, the the pop star, right? Who then, <laughs> who then did the uh, what was it, Rock On song, Michael Danny? Yeah, Rock On. Yeah, that's James, 40, that's forty Jimmy years D. old, isn't it, John? I mean, my yeah, goodness. I, I'm I'm present. I'm not <laughs> necessarily watching. Okay, it. okay. Victor, Victor who's still on the show, <laughs> Billy Boy. <laughs> wow. So Victor again, I I give Sarah thirty minutes, forty minutes, <laughs> there you yard, go. whatever, yeah. and. Uh, but also, uh, I have to catch up. I think last night was a season premiere again of maybe season three of A Million Little Things. So I'm going to catch that. Okay. And he was on DVR last night. I don't watch a whole lot of TV. I watch some ball games, and I'll be on Huddle a lot. You'll be on Huddle days. a lot, yeah. Oh, God, he's ball game guy. <laughs> Todd, Todd Father, what are we watching? We know, we don't know say, you've got Don't say hockey. TV. Please don't say hockey. Uh, I do have a hockey minute, <laughs> and I'm taking it right now because I want to bring something okay. up, and I want to get your opinion on these people. My terrible thing that happened to me earlier last week was I, a friend of mine started spite hockey betting me. Uh, who, who, betting what, against... What friend would that be? Who would that be? I Do don't you know. even know? I don't know. We almost Keep talking a, hockey. We almost had a division. We almost had the podcast split up at this moment because... Did you just turn me off? No, I didn't okay. turn you off. My whole point is this. What you Mike, just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. What is that? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> Nevertheless, Mike DeCourse, who doesn't know a damn thing about hockey, Not a thing. starts betting against my Bruins just, just to goad me. Just, just to be ugly. Does anybody else have a problem with that? Him trying to squish my dreams? It's, it's legal in Indiana yeah, now, Todd. I understand it's legal. So. There's a lot of legal things. It's a free country. I'm just saying. Is it I was felt, free. I felt a little bad about that, <laughs> that somebody would just sit and do that. I mean, nobody else seemed uh, to have a problem with that. Uh, all right. Well, it's been another great episode of B3, and uh, sectional draws out. It's a it's, I, I think I speak for everybody around this table. It's our favorite time of the year as we get into the, not just the high school tournament, but the NCAA tournament. Uh, WAG. Girls, girl, girl State Finals girl this State weekend. Finals. Don't forget that. Yeah, go Tecumseh. Yeah, Forest go, Park. Go Lady Braves. Yep. Go, go Rangers. WAG, closing thoughts. Uh, I just, I love this time of year. I mean, where else can you go from flurries in the first game to tornado warnings in the, in the weekend of, you know, sectional finals? Who knows? Tobe, closing thoughts? I think, um, you know, I was say, say, you know, telling some, some college buddies that, you know, it's been a really, really long time since I was in the trenches. You know, I've kind of watched from afar through, you know, YouTube and things like that, and I've, I've occasionally been here at sectional weekend if it fell on an opportunity for us to, to be here. But to kind of be in the trenches, be on the floor for warm-ups and things like that, mm -hmm. I mean, it's the first time for me since I played in 93. So I remember how special it is for the kids. I hope that they, you know, they all stay safe and, and the games are competitive because it's going to be a fun week. Johnny, closing thoughts? Yeah, Toby, I, I assume this sectional 63 is a little bit uh, better than maybe the Florida playoffs that you've <laughs> experienced. And I'm not talking the football playoffs right. either. I mean, basketball in Florida versus what we're about to experience is it, it, there's it's no contest. But, you know, as a dad, again, I, I've i got this year, Jay's a junior, and, you know. Well, I see you at the top of the gym, John. What's that? <laughs> so I'll see you at the top of the gym I mean, somewhere. Yeah, like still <laughs> trying to figure I, out where in the world. I'm, I'm giving his I'm ass gonna my be. Apple watch. <laughs> he's going to be pacing. Where this, in the world is John Mullen? Is game I just know play? that. You know, he's got this year, he's got next year. Uh, you know, you get four chances, and, and, and he's on chance number three. He's yet to win a sectional game, bar even 2020 with the draw, bar even 2021 close last year with the draw. Uh, Lots so, to look forward you know, to. I, I really am yep. excited for, for all these kids. Uh, Jay's played at Lagoda. He's played at Bar Even. I mean, he's, he's close with all these kids. There's a lot of pressure on him. But, hey, we're number one for a reason. We mm -hmm. feel like uh, we've got, got a good chance. Todd Father, closing thoughts? You know, I think people should be thankful that, that there are people as passionate as those at this table and coaching and on the floor is what we have in this area. Mm -hmm. it's, 
it's dead in most places that in right. the state, not here. Right. All right. One well, more one more thing. Go ahead, bud. If you want to see a game that means a lot to a lot of people, if, if we by chance get by Orleans and play Barney on Friday night and whoever plays on Saturday night, come to Jack Butch Arena, you're gonna see a sold out crowd. It's both nights. Literally the best six dollars you can spend. Yes, absolutely. All right. Wag, yep. Kobe, Johnny, Godfather. Hey Brian's mom. Thank you, Brian's mom. And, Thank you, Mike. Uh, we'll be in touch, and we'll talk next week. This is the B3 Podcast. Of course, our title sponsor, Travis Brett, Indiana State Farm, located on JFK Avenue in Ligoti, home auto life. And he is my insurance agent and my friend. So stop by and see Chad or Travis at Indiana State Farm in Ligoti. Talk to you next week. Thanks to Redbones Grill. Thanks to Cindy and the crew. And it's going to be a fun, fun weekend. Get out and see your favorite team. So long, everybody.